Welcome to Chico's Dose Reality. This is your boy Chico. I got a special guest tonight. I have my boy Dupont to my right. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's going on? It's your boy Dwayne Dupont. Uh, a lot of my peers refer to me as the difference maker. Uh, like trying to make a positive difference in the community with the motivation of speaking and mentoring. So where you been speaking at? Uh, I speak at speak at a few schools. I speak at uh, New Bethel Community Baptist every third Sunday okay. of the month to the youth. That's Youth Sunday. And um, I just try to pick certain topics, man, to speak on and try to make a difference, you know. That's, that's all you can do, bro. And especially nowadays with these kids right here, boy. Oh, Lord. yeah. Boy, but we're we going to jump on that in a little bit. Oh, but yeah. uh, let's jump on this little topic about I don't know where he came from, what hole Trump found him from, but this boy Don King came out and endorsed this boy. Don King, man. Only in America. Oh, yeah. That, that's, man, I yeah. hadn't seen him since Mike Tyson last fight. Oh, man. When you say Don King to me, first of all, uh, let me clarify. Boxing is my favorite sport. Mike Tyson is my favorite athlete of all time. So... Uh, when I hear the name Don King, I only think about how he messed over Mike Tyson. And uh, I was able to meet Mike Tyson in Marksville. I went to the uh, Mike Tyson Undisputed Truth. What? And um, he, he basically told the crowd, man, he was like, man, F Don King. So, you know, by me being a person that support Mike Tyson, I know he done made some bonehead mistakes. But I'm just saying from an athletic standpoint, Man, it ain't too many athletes like him. He was one of a kind. So I feel if he messed over Mike Tyson, he going to mess over the world. So, you know, people like that endorsing you. Ooh, woo. Sound like trouble to me. Man, just look at the dude, bro. He, he, he looked the same almost. I just. Oh, yeah. Money can make you look a certain way for a long time. You think time. he got money, do? Yeah, he, he didn't beat enough people. He should. Man, I think he broke. Look what he got on, dog. Man, you just never know, man. He got Don, man, Don King got that old money. Man. He, he his name say money, so you know you, you know, crooks like him, man, you never know. He might be broke, he might be broke as on or what. Then again, he might be rich as on or what. Hard to call. Man, but if you got that much money, you can dye your hair, bro. <laughs> look at Trump hair compared to him, and Trump older than him. Oh yeah, Trump look a mess. I don't even like speaking on him too much, you know. Uh oh, let's, let's <laughs> jump on that real quick. Let's jump on that. Yeah, man. What just, you gotta say about this political race so man, far? Man, so far I'm a I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I will be so happy when November come and the election is over. Because when I wake up in the morning, my wife like to watch the Today Show to get her day started and jambalaya that's, every that's morning, me. That's man. That's me every morning, dog. Man, every morning is something ignorant this man done said about some lady, you know, how fat she is or ugly. or it, Man, it's like I don't even see how TV allows some of the things this man say to, to be brought to our attention. Like, man, this guy's a big show to me. But, uh, you know, I really ain't big on, you know, getting into politics because I know it's, it's one of them touchy subjects. But, with man, with Donald Trump, man, all I can say is this guy, man, he a character, bro. And a lot of people think he the way. I mean, hey, I, I, can't, I can't prove that he's not the way. But I have a strong feeling inside of me that if we go that route, it's going to be a lot of regrets. <laughs> Oh yes, just like Jindal. But anyway, I'm not going to jump on that. Oh yeah, I, I I ran into a lady in Super One, 
And uh, she she say, the worst mistake I ever made in my life was voting for Bobby Jinder. So <laughs> I, I kind of laughed and didn't even say nothing. I just was listening. I was like, well, you know, we tried to say the same thing, but I guess our opinion didn't count. Nah, but <laughs> on another note, let's just go ahead and uh, talk about Hillary a little bit. Just Hillary, she got the black vote. Oh, Compared yeah. to what, what today's show showed the other day, uh, Trump only has 7% of African-American votes. Yeah, that, that ain't going to get it. That ain't going to get it. But we only count for maybe 20% of the nation. So yeah. he could get in. He could lose. At- yeah, well, I'm going to be honest, man, you know, as a motivational speaker, I do a lot of research, man, and with the direction the world heading in right now, man, it is 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 not me being negative when I say this, but it's just kind of facing reality, you know. Uh, man, people like Donald Trump actually stand a chance just off ignorance alone, man. We we live in a world where people really embrace ignorance, man. You you post a fight on social media or post a, you know, you talk about some ignorance, uh, some ignorance going on in the communities. Oh, yeah. People flock to it, you know, and he going to keep a lot of that going. So it's sad to say, man, he very entertaining. And a lot of a lot of people nowadays, they sell their soul for entertainment. So that's the scary part, with you know, for me. But speaking on Hillary, man, she uh. I actually feel sorry for Hillary, man, because... Why you feel sorry you know, for dude? Man, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. I hate how they keep bringing up the stuff about the emails and calling the lady a liar. And, you know, what What politician you know haven't told a lie to? You see what I'm saying? It's like they harp on the obvious with this lady and they try to make it as if she's the only presidential candidate that ever behaved or did the things they accuse her of doing. So, you know, I, I'm not saying I feel sorry for her, like, Literally, but hypothetically, man, I, I I really feel sorry for her, bro, for real, because I think she our best option, you know. I, and um, I agree with you. I think she our best option, and I think people need to open their eyes wider than what's being brought to them, you know, from from a media standpoint. And you know, it's just one of them things, man. Like I say, I really don't like the uh, the politics, but hey, sometimes you gotta speak what you know, and sometimes knowledge is power. So hey, amen, brother. That's, that's what it is So what bro. you gotta say About some black folks I know I hear it I know you gonna hear Something like this Cause you in the Barbershop business I'm pretty sure Somebody come in there And say Man what I'm voting for My vote don't count What what what's, what what's what I need to vote This election for Man we had a Man that was one of The biggest debates uh, We had take place In a barbershop We had about Maybe one of each voice In the shop All at the same time We had one guy Saying his vote Didn't matter we had one guy saying, you crazy if you don't vote. <laughs> and then we had we actually had one guy in there saying um that we need we need to get Donald Trump in there because if what? Donald Trump Yeah, man, true story. He was like, Man, we gotta get Donald Trump in there. You know, he was an all field guy. So, you know, a lot of people don't they, a lot of people don't take notice, man. Um, it's people, man. It's people that look like us. They want Trump in there because they work these jobs. They feel like if Trump getting that at all feel going to jump. So, you know, people people actually in favor of him winning. I know it might sound funny, you know, but man, like I tell people, you know, you got to bridge the gap between the streets 
in corporate America. And that's what I'm trying to do as a mentor and motivational speaker, man. I want people to see, you know, the highest level possible and bridge that with the lowest level possible. And I know the barbershop is a good playing ground to do so, man, because we got people from all walks oh, of life, you know. Doctors, attorneys, we got people that scrounge up money for haircuts. We got people coming in there making over 100K a year. So, you know, I kind of like the atmosphere because nobody gets judged, but it's all different walks of life, you know, stepping through the door each day. So it's a good, it's a good place to dialogue and get some answers for some of these questions. Oh, Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, I glad you, I'm glad you brought up the world today. Recently, past this past week, we had two shootings. Yeah, one in Tulsa, one mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Yeah, the one in Tulsa, the lady has been indicted for manslaughter, not murder, but manslaughter. Let's jump on that one right, right quick. What, what you think? Well, that, that situation. You know, you saw the video. Yeah, uh, her being charged in it, and it actually sticking is two different stories. Yeah. I don't really want to go too deep into that, but uh, but uh, man, it, it's sad because we we sit up, we we see what's happening, and the way I think, the way I think you can um solve all problems is it all starts with with being acknowledged, man. Until everyone starts acknowledging. The real situation and and embracing the real issue, man, we going to constantly juggle back and forth between, you know, lost answers. We not going to ever get real answers, man. It's right in front of you. You know, you take somebody, go out, they kill somebody and they say the person posed a threat. Well... A person posing a threat, you know, that can be an opinion. It can be a fact. How how do you back it with facts or this or that? But at the end of the day, man, it seemed like whatever they say is what's going to happen. And if they say, hey, this person, man, hey, he posed a threat. That's why he got shot and killed. Even if it ain't right or we saw it on camera and it didn't appear to be right, who are we to change the judgment in other people's eyes? That's what that's what bothered me the most. So it's all about, you know, when you Perception. when you say you deal with facts, when you say you deal with facts, you know, I just watched a couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe a little over, maybe maybe about a month or so ago, a guy was laying flat on the ground and still posed a threat. You see what I'm saying? I mean, do we have facts to back that or is it an opinion? You know, you might see somebody my size, six foot two, over 300 pounds. You might be like, hey, he posed a threat. Then you might see. Another guy might look at me and be like, oh, I'd rather challenge a big person because they slower. You see what I'm saying? Or a bigger person ain't going to be able to move as good as me. I like so you got to you got to decipher, you know, from opinions and what stands and and what's not, a you know, what's a fact or opinion and what's one person feelings versus the next. And then that's when you're going to get answers. So it's man, it's wild, bro, man. And Cheryl Underwood off the view got Quite emotional the other day. Uh huh. I heard about it. She basically was quiet. Everybody was saying what they had to say about it. Yeah. And she held everything in, y'all, until the point where she couldn't hold it no more. And she basically just blurted out that until a white person comes out and stands up on side of a black person and stand up for the rights of black people, yeah, nothing's going to change. I agree. She basically pointed at her white co hosts. And yeah. said, y'all not the ones that are getting shot out there. Yeah. Y'all the ones that's viewing and saying at your home, oh, that's wrong. Oh, mm-hmm. somebody should do something. 
I think, in my opinion, she's right. Yeah. If a white person, Caucasian, come out and say, look here, we got to do something differently. I think people would listen on that side, police side. Yeah. But until then, until we can unify and come to a, a neutral agreement that some need to change, there's nothing going to change. I agree, man. I see a lot of comments on Facebook from um from Caucasians, man. I they, I see a lot of comments that make sense. And see, me, man, I'm a person that's big on balance, man. Some of my best friends, uh, I, some of my best friends Caucasian, man. So, like... I, I want to make it clear that, man, I don't have no hate in me nowhere. It's just all about I'm, I'm the type of person, man, if you don't like if you don't like a black person, you see what I'm saying? And I'm black. Then, you know, in, in, in return, how you think I'm going to feel about you, you know. But if you a person that love everybody and you was raised with morals and standards, man, you love you love everybody, you know. Then, man, I guarantee you, you wouldn't find no reason not to make one of the best friendships ever with a person like me. So it's just, you know. I'm a deal, blessing. Yeah, I'm a deal with you based off. I'm a I'm a deal with you based off how you come at me, man. Cause like you know, just being honest, bro. I'm like you got people in the world, man. You, I, I read a lot of articles. I do a lot of studying and researching, man. You have to teach a person to hate something. You see, exactly. like like hate, man. That's a learned behavior. Hate is a strong word. A lot of people might not really look too deep into it, but man, hate is a strong word. You know, it, it's natural, man. I see it happen all the time. Uh, two customers might walk in a barbershop. Uh, one lady might have a son. He four or five. Another guy walk in the shop. He got his daughter with him. Another son. He five or six. Man, those kids start playing. And I'm not just saying, you know, uh, blacks. I'm saying, like, we have, we have a lot of white clientele, you know, Caucasian clientele as well. So, man, those kids, they play, they build blocks, they do all this stuff together. So that's an indication to me. Um, somebody have to teach the hate because naturally, man, you put a group of kids in one room, they going to have fun. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be no oh, hey, don't black. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. don't don't play with him, don't play no, you gotta teach that stuff. So we need it like they like they say with uh the African Americans, man, and this or that about how we get in so much trouble and get, you know, the the ratios of us being, you know, dropping out of school or not graduating, it start at home. Well, guess what? The hatred started at home for them as well. So, you know, we just got to learn how to look at both sides of the fence in every situation. It's, it's, it's deeper than a lot of people know, but you you can't be one-sided. You got to embrace the real situation, man. Amen, brother. Oh, yeah. So, what do you feel about the, uh, the North Carolina shooting? North Carolina shooting is, man. Because they rioted already. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, so did you ever hear about was the book present or not? It's like, cause at first they say the guy only had a uh, only had a book, and then uh, I saw a guy on TV say uh, no book has been recovered. You you hear any more about that? No. Well, all, all, so, all they said was that that they they know he was reading their book. Yeah. And they thought it was a gun. Or uh, he thought they thought he put down a book and picked up a gun. Yeah. It's too many stories out there. Too many stories. Well, just to answer your question, man, keeping it simple, I'll just say 
Man, I'm not I'm not so big on the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I'm not so big on the All Lives Matter movement. But I'm very big on the Innocent Lives Matter movement. Because, you know, the shooting at the bar, you know, in Florida, that those people, man, I don't care if you gay, you yeah, black, you yes. white, you a policeman. Man, if you innocent trying to make it home to your family, man, you don't deserve to die. And until we can come to that agreement that if a person is innocent they don't deserve to die this world's gonna stay corrupt i don't care what your race is i don't care if you a cop i don't care where you from if you innocent man you deserve to make it home to your family simple as that so you know you can see me promoting and pushing more of the innocent lives matter movement since people like to categorize and pick topics and put you oh black people you know black lives matter blue lives matter. man look scratch all that innocent lives matter more than all that so I, I could just leave it at that man the North Carolina shooting is sad my heart go out to the family man that's what's up now we're gonna jump to these these youngsters these days oh bro. my goodness boy these youngsters out here compared to our generations do and this generation what you think the difference is um I have to say respect man it's, it's and, simple, and simple as that. You. Respect is, man. Respect is, oh man. Uh, my dad lived down. A, uh, my dad lived down the road from a, um, a popular high school, you know, in Alexandria, Louisiana, and junior high, Arthur F. Smith and um, Peabody. Mm-hmm. Man, my heart go out to the teachers. You know, I know people will probably say, "Nah, he's sitting there feeling sorry for the teachers." You know, but uh, thank you, Dupont. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you, if if you feel, man. If you feel me from a mechanical standpoint, I look. I like to tell people this. At home, man, that's where the car is manufactured and put together. You see what I'm saying? When you go to school, the school is only supposed to be doing upkeep, maintenance, preventative, like all changes, simple stuff. But you can't send your kid to school expecting them to give them all the components it take for a car to operate. You got to build that car at home. And when I say build that car, I'm speaking, I'm speaking hypothetically saying it's just an analogy that you have to build it at home. And the teachers just critique it. See, we put too much on the teachers at school. Man, these kids walk from this school and my dad live on the corner. They walking by. F this, F that, all kind of profanity. I stopped the kid one day. I said, hey, man. I say, man, you think my dad want to hear this kind of language? I say, man, when I was a kid walking from school, if I saw somebody grown or older, I'm on my P's and Q's, you know. But now, you know, it's it's to the point now where these kids, man, they they can see an older person, pants falling off, smelling like marijuana, using all kind of profanity, and everybody's scared to approach them. Like, hey, don't say, because, you know, young people shooting people yeah, now. They, they so, shooting ex-question yeah, so, so people scared, you know, it, it come a time, man, where you just have to really embrace the real problem. And I sometimes I, I see stuff that bother me. I address it. Sometimes I say, you know what? Today I'm going to keep my mouth closed, you know. But it's respect, man. Kids now, they disrespect people so quick because they watch all this stuff on TV. They do all these different things like, you know, they, they influenced by the wrong things. They watching these videos. You watching people with a million dollars do certain things, man. And you don't have that kind of money. You don't have that platform. So you trying to conduct yourself the way you watching somebody on the Internet or on a video do. And, man, that's not your lifestyle. 
So you build up this this macho rapport and you feel like if anybody say something to you, you invincible, you untouchable. And that's where the problem kick in because you're not this person on TV. Any adult that's responsible that approach you, Man, what what's wrong with sir? Yes, sir. You know, talking talking with respect and tact. People don't do that no more. Kids, they really feel like they untouchable. If you address something with them and they wrong, guess what? You the worst person in the world. And now that's why you have you have so many parents who rush to the aid of these of these kids that's out here in, in society doing wrong. Don't tell my baby nothing. I know my baby ain't do this. I look and the parents spend too much time distracted by the same stuff the kids distracted by. So if parents don't go back to being parents, the respect is gonna never be there. And man, hey. I'm about to get mad thinking about it, bro. For real, it's bad, it's bro. Pa- it's passionate, bro. I'm it's passionate bad. about that I'm, too. I'm passionate, man. I, oh, I yeah. really, I really want, I really want to, you know, I really want to make an attempt, man, to try to make things better. That, that's why I do what I do, bro. But it, it can get to me, man, for real. Oh yeah, and, and like you said, the respect for kids, it start at home. If you don't respect your mom, because let me let me ask you this: Have you been on you you on social media? LinkedIn only because I don't like foolishness. <laughs> Man, if you get on Facebook, you'll see daughters having twerk, twerk off yeah. contests with their mama. Oh, I'm I'm a barber, so everything that happened on Facebook, it comes sitting right in my chair. I don't even need to be on there, and I know everything happened. Man, it it's ridiculous. Man, it's it's to the point where I I, I don't even follow. People like, like that. They yeah, put you got there. more friendships than parenthood. You see what I'm like? It, parents want to be their child friend nowadays more than they parent. And that, that does not work. It, it's not a good. It's not a good. If tactic. you go back and visit these guys in Angola and places like that, they gonna tell you, I didn't have no parent. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle. I had a grandma that's 80, 90 years old. Barely even talked to him. Yeah. And they didn't do something that, that made a choice and put them in, in pen for the rest of their life. Bad it's decision. Just, it's yeah. bad decision. And these kids, I feel sorry for the future. Man, if I could say one thing to any parents listening, I mean, I've been a parent. Uh, my son just made 13 um, on the 20th of this month. So um, I've been a parent for 13 years. If I could just give a parent any, you know, any one, you know, any one specific thing to go off as a parent, uh, treat your kids, treat your kids the way a child should be treated so that they can treat you the way an adult should be treated. When you mix the two, you get disaster. And that's, I'm going to leave y'all with that. When you mix the two, you're going to get disaster. So we got to let kids know that they kids. I tell my kids all the time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you say? Say that again. It sound like you pay bills in this house. Oh, okay. Then they get their mind right because I have to remind them. Oh, yeah. You not on my level. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. When you start picking up some bills and start uh, when I come home, you got dinner cooked. Maybe I listen to your advice or your way. Other than that, no. Let's keep it separate. You the child. I'm the adult, and they can tell you that. So that's my advice to parents. Just make sure. As much fun as you want to have with your kids, that that don't have to change. But make sure you keep it. You make sure you keep it underlined. Look, you the child. This your privileges. 
I'm the parent. I make the shot calls. And and that's what kids need to know now because a lot of them, they, a kid just asked his mama yesterday in the barbershop. He say he called the heat and he was young. He say, mama, what's taking you so long? What? Yeah, he like six up my six, maybe. You see what I'm saying? And we all laughed because we was, and then everybody was like, man, if that was you, man, what you think would have happened? I slapped the hell out you? Yeah, man. My One of my co my coworkers, he was like, man, if that would have been me, my mom would have pulled up and knocked my teeth down. My, But, it's, you know, and, and the woman, she a good parent. You know, you it's just sometimes you can't control what kids say, but you got to address it once they do. So, so you believe in cop- corporate punishment for kids, like discipline them? Yeah, I do. There is a difference, people, between discipline and abuse. Yeah, yeah, and, I uh, believe because you want to take uh, you want to take all the paddlings and all this and that out. Oh man, you really want me to go here, bro? Go there, bro. Man, all right. You take paddling out of a school, but then you let a cop ambush my kid. What's the difference? I'd rather for this principal. Hold up, man. You said yeah, go yeah, there, yeah, bro. Go, hey, go. Yeah, you said go yeah, there. Said so go. hey, you see, I'm getting chill bumps, bro. Like I really got passion about this, man. Look, you tell me that we not gonna let nobody at this school powder your child. But we'll send your child out in society, and if he don't put his hands on a stern wheel, or even if he do everything he's supposed to do, we might ambush your child. But we not going to paddle him, though. I'd rather for you to paddle my child seven days a week and leave him with a life to live than for him to make one wrong mistake and you ambush him. And now I'm sitting here as a father that done lost a son or lost a daughter because they made a bad decision or was in the right place at the wrong time. Listen how I'm wording it. Because a lot of times people don't be nowhere they shouldn't be. You can be in the right place at the wrong time. That incident that took place in McKinney, Texas, you be like, well, why he so concerned about McKinney, Texas? He live in Alexandria, Louisiana. Well, my oldest brother live in McKinney, Texas. You never know where people have family. My niece is the same age as the girl who was in that incident. So sometimes people need to start being cautious with their words and really put some thought into it before they say it. I'm not that kind of person. Whatever I'm saying, you won't hear me. And they say, man, he, he don't apologize where if you think about what you're saying you don't have to apologize i would rather corporal punishment than ambushing of a person simple as that and y'all heard it from here people <laughs> but you you hit on the head though Man, you you got me going got now, bro. Going for now. real, you got me going, bro. You got me. that's what's wrong with these kids. They know ain't nobody gonna touch them. That's what that's what I was trying to get to the whole time. Oh, get, I just get ain't on it. yeah. I just ain't know if we was gonna go there. Oh yeah, we gonna yeah, go there. Yeah, but that's what I was trying to get to the whole time. These kids feel like they can't be touched. So guess what? If you walk up to your dog and you never whooped him. For doing tearing up the yard or doing stuff, guess what? Your dog gonna do whatever he wanna do. Dig, it's a way you train anybody. You could train a dog, you could train a person, but the person who responds the most is the person that know it got consequences. And that's what we taking away from people. You take prayer out of school and you say you fight for a, tra- a transgender bathroom. 
Man, let's 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 get out of there, bro. Let's get out of there. We taking the right stuff away, adding the wrong stuff. Hey, man. And we expecting things to get better. And if if you want it to get better, you gotta embrace the truth. So hey, if you wanna add that transgender bathroom, bring prayer back to school. You see what I'm saying? And that that that's the type of stuff I'm on. So you know, I know it's touchy. I know some people might be listening and might be feeling some type of way, but everything I'm speaking on is the truth, and I didn't put thought into what I'm saying, so that's what it is. Like, if you can prove that what I'm saying is ignorant, then guess what? We can talk that out like a man. We can talk it out with sense, and you can prove why I'm wrong, but I didn't put thought into this, and I really don't think it can be proved that I'm wrong because in five or ten years, when the results of this new way they doing it come out, Gonna be like, oh, let's go back to the old way. Well, then we got five years of corruption. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, if we gonna talk about it, man, let let's, let's go on it. Let's, let's let's go ahead and do it. Dive in it. I'm one of them kind of people, man. I was raised. I was raised the old. My mama. My mama tell me, nah, look, you. I don't care if you six foot, whatever, boy. I stand in a chair and knock the mess out of you. You know what I'm saying? I knew when I was little. That if I do something crazy, it, they was gonna bring it to me. Simple as that. Now these kids, they they throw a rock and look at you. I bet you won't do nothing. I bet you know. That's why these kids so corrupt. I can do whatever I want to do. I might get kicked out of school. Who cares? Some of the kids don't even want to go to school. I was about to jump on that. A lot of kids don't want to go to school. <laughs> yeah, they anymore. don't even want to go to school, and I can speak on that. I I got the answers right now why they don't want to go to school. But I bet you nobody won't call me and say, "Hey, Mister Difference Maker, we want to hear your ideas. What we can do to make kids want to come to school." They won't do that, but I know what it'll take because they come sit in my chair and all of them make the same complaints. You treat them like. You treat them like an object instead of a person. You focused on if they got hair growing on their neck or if they got a part that's too long or if they had a shirt tucked in the right way more than if they graduating or not, more than if they learning manners and learning, you know. So when you start teaching, when you start treating a person like that, as much as you don't think these kids realize, they do. They come sit in my chair and they tell me, man, I can't wait to get out of school. I say, why? Man, these people don't even treat us like people. Now they feeding us this nasty food, this and that. They walk up to us and they'll ask me, uh, do I have on a belt today instead of asking me how, I do, how I'm doing. I had one kid, he had a bad sinus infection. He said he barely can breathe at school and they walk up to him asking him, do we have on a belt? You see, like that kind of stuff. That relationship starts yeah, everything, yeah, bro. That hurts a kid. Man, yes. this kid at school, sick as I don't know what. He don't want to miss school. He trying to be there. And you walk up asking him, where your belt? I don't see your belt. You know what I'm saying? And he have on a belt, but the way his shirt untucked, you know. Kind, you you know can't see they, it. Yeah, you can't see it. And this man, that, man, I don't want to go there, bro. It, it's man. bad, man. We, we it. A lot of people need a face what's going on and correct what they because if it's anything you walk up to me and say i can do to become a better person i'm all is and we don't have many people like that and that's why you have these people who hold all the answers and don't know nothing simple as that i hear you brother simple as that now while we on schools uh, my partner Spade Ace just left. He says they they still say, say the uh, pledge of allegiance in school. I say yeah, in certain states. So it was a state where, better yet, it was in Texas. A kid refused to stand up to say the pledge. She sat down. 
She was suspended. Okay. Mother wrote a letter. Now, this is just in Texas. Says she condones what her daughter is doing. So she can sit down. That's her right. Mm-hmm. But in another state, a teacher took points off their grade. Now, that teacher's getting consequences for taking points off the grade. All right, let's, let's, let's roll. Do you think Colin Kaepernick's movement is going too far? Uh, nah. Nah, I don't think so. Because when you... Uh when you yeah i i really don't think so man because uh you got to think about the message you trying to send uh you got you got a man that's basically saying i'm gonna sit down and stand up and when you when you think about some of the words and the pledge and this or that you have to ask yourself you know is 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 this stuff true is the point he trying to make is it making any sense and you if you really look at the details it really does, but just to make a long story short, man, uh, the kid, the kids should be if your parents send you to school and your parents tell you, hey, you don't have to stand for the pledge. I don't see where it should be a big deal because again, we fighting to put transgender bathrooms in schools. I mean, I ain't trying to keep harping on this. I'm just saying, like, if you gonna fight to do something that's out of the ordinary, you see what I'm saying? What could be more out of ordinary than that? Let the kids sit down. Sometimes the media puts so much focus on things that ain't important. We make it bigger of a, a bigger of a deal than it really is. If this kid want to sit down, who cares? Sit down. Ain't it, that don't even deserve media attention to me. You sit down. Another kid stand. Remember when they took prayer out of school? You had then they went. They was like, uh, we don't want prayer at school. We're going to just do the moment of silence. Look at it kind of like the moment of silence. You can take your moment of silence. You can say your prayer. You can sit there and think of what you want to think of. If you praying and I don't want to stand up, I shouldn't have to stand up. No media coverage required. Do what you want to do. It's supposed to be a free world. You fight for this stuff that's not right. So guess what? Let the kids sit down. Man, that's all I can say about that one, bro. Because I remember back in the day, we had TVs. In the, in the classroom And yeah. they put it on yeah. They played the pledge You stood up You said a prayer And you yeah. sat down Yeah And you started your day Exactly And then when they took that out I think a whole bunch of stuff Values and things changed In these schools These kids We were never this bad We were no. never And I hate when people say Y'all was the same way Because I tell people all the time You can say I was the same way All you want to But I got facts to back that If a grown person told me Hey When I see your mama I I bet y'all wasn't saying What she gonna do The stuff they say Nah that wasn't happening in my days Because we knew one thing any one of our friends' parents can get on us. My mama called down the street. She'll say, Peggy, if they doing something wrong, you tie them tails up. <laughs> that was my best friend mama name. So, like, you know, nah, don't touch my baby. Don't, you know, you don't have no business telling my child this or that. That's the reaction you get now. So, it's a difference, bro. But, oh, yeah. But it, it's, it's, I don't know, man. We we just need a really, we need a, we really need a face the real situation in order to get real results. But uh I'm coming up with this new uh this new quote I'm about to make famous. Uh no God, no good. <laughs> you feeling that, bro? Oh that, yeah, that, bro. I that, like that. That that's that's the movement I'm about to push, man. No God, no good. And uh when y'all hear about it, y'all know you heard it first, man. 
right here with my boy. So I'm I'm about to push that brand, man. Hashtag no god, no good. I got you. We gonna hashtag dick. Oh yeah. But let's go. I can answer every question with that answer when somebody asks me, hey, what you feel about no god, no good? <laughs> Simple as that. That's gonna be the answer because a godly person wouldn't wanna ambush an innocent person, then argue that they right. You see what I'm saying? Amen. A godly person wouldn't tell me that my school need to be equipped to accommodate somebody who doing something ungodly. No God, no good. You got me? That stops you from having to go into detail. <laughs> Boy That's your answer bro The difference maker Got some stuff with him bro But you know I, just, I feel like I'm in church over here Oh man I'm sweating over here <laughs> <laughs> I'm Woo! trying to keep it real bro No God No good man Real talk Oh yeah Well we Let's jump on some of the Relationship things I got oh, down for One of my favorites right Oh here. yeah I heard I heard Yeah yeah, yeah That's one so, of my favorites the big I've been married 11 years You see what I'm oh, saying Oh yeah So this question yeah. Gonna really get to you Yeah So Angelo, Angelina Jolie And Brad Pitt Been together 12 years But only been married Two Yeah She filed for divorce And said she don't want Nothing from him that's, She just want All the kids That's deep That's deep Now do you think She did all this Just to have those kids It's hard to say that Uh it almost seemed like it, it, that, That's the view yeah, I get It almost seemed like it. Did she release a reason Why they was divorcing No her? reason No nothing Cause it, I, you it, know how the rumors, Yeah you know how the rumors be They was like uh, He was under investigation For child abuse Or you know So with me not knowing <laughs> The facts on it Whenever I don't know The facts on something Oh yeah I just speak in a In a broad Just state, broad Yeah statement. I just keep a broad Statement out there Um uh, Anytime you've been with somebody that long and you decide that it's time to call it quits, uh, it's something deeper than what she's saying going on, that's for sure. And maybe uh, maybe the kids is all she wanted out the deal. It's hard for me to come up with another reason I can run with. No. It, it, it's, 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 a, it's a tricky situation, bro. It's, it's something going on because... Uh, it don't sound right. I can leave you with this. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith has split. Yeah, well, so what's your take on it? I think she just did it because she can't have kids. So they okay. adopted all those kids. Gotcha. So I believe that she just did all that. At first, yeah, she started off loving them. I yeah. get that. Yeah. But something happened in between there where they split. I could have, if I want to say it, I'm going to say it. When he was in New Orleans and she was elsewhere, yeah, I think they they grew apart because he his project was trying to build up New Orleans. Yeah, I got you. So, and she was out doing whatever mm-hmm. and raising the kids by herself, basically. Yeah, that's my that's my take on it. Yeah, these Hollywood marriages be a trip to me, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if you don't have the facts It's best to just see what go on And keep it moving That's what I try to do The, the only one I think it, that has made it Was Magic Johnson and Cookie Yeah They been together for 25 years plus And they just had a big yacht party Yeah Yep That's pretty good I heard about I was uh I watched a little bit about them On the Steve Harvey show yesterday Yes Yeah that's that's pretty good man Uh Sometimes you got to just learn how to tough it out. Relationships and relationships is going to be differences. You know, it's going to be disagreements. 
But you know, a lot of a lot of the problem nowadays is we see so much of what we don't have until we lose happiness pursuing what we trying to get. And we 80 20 rule. Yeah, we don't realize, man, the stuff that we the stuff that we fill our eyes with is not obtainable. And when I say that, I don't mean it in a negative way. That's love. I'm just saying if you only make eleven dollars an hour, this is just an example. If you if you only make eleven dollars an hour, then you don't have no business trying to live a sixty dollar an hour type lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? And that's what we do. We we lose we lose sight of what's important because we see so much that we really not in position to have and we pursue it as if, if as if it's obtainable. So, you know, I ain't trying to go too deep, but man, man that, you, go deep, you know what I'm saying, man? Like it relationship. They trying to live in the Joneses. And that, and that's what happened in these relationships, man. You you get a lot of women, they mad cause they man can't bring this to the table. And then you got men watching porn, they mad cause she can't bring this to the table. And my old lady don't do this and she don't you know, I'm just being real, bro. You said you said be, be real. real. I'm just Let's telling real. you. I'm just telling you. And then, you know, your old lady, she might dress up. I'm I'm telling you the complaints it, that it, come it, to come, me. Come, you know, come I'm on. I'm talking to real life right now. Oh yeah. You know, you I I got people come to me my old lady she she dress up she get right for for her little instagram picture this or that i'm trying to get her to do that for me and her she tired you know this would come to me bro i know it i know it's funny but it's the truth so you know we we gotta figure out how to get this same energy that we trying to give to this fake impression to to our significant other our wife our husband our fiance whoever we with and that's what people losing sight of now they distracted by a mission they not even on and that's that's the best way man any other relationship questions you got ask me in direct because i can go deep on this time i mean ask me direct because i can go deep well why you saying that in your opinion who has it worse to have that icebreaker to have communication started like you get you get the market you see somebody fine you want to open up a conversation? Who has it harder, the female or the male? Well, the female gonna have it harder because you know they got this uh they got this little thing where a woman shouldn't ask a man to marry her or she should be chosen and not you know that you know just the cliches and the he say she say stuff people live off. But it's just it's all about if you, it's all about if you intimidated or not. You see what I'm saying? You might see a beautiful lady and don't know how to approach her, and that's what most guys live in your lane, partner. That, that's what most that's what most guys do, man. They see they'll come sitting. The, man, I saw this woman in Super One right just now. She was so beautiful. She was so this or that, and be like, what you say to her? Oh man, I ain't, she look like one of them types. You see what I'm? So it be hard for guys to approach too. You know, don't just think. I all men, all tough and macho, a, a, a beautiful woman can be intimidating and some people fall for it and you just don't know, man, that beautiful woman might be the easiest person in the world to talk to. So, you know, I, I really probably, if I had to take a pick, I'd say it was harder for, uh, I'd say it's harder for women to approach a man. You really think so? I really do. I really think it's a, it's harder for them because you got to understand. You think it's harder? Or you think they were trained not to go up to men? They was trained. That's the old exactly fashion. why I say harder. 
Because yeah. who wants to go back and tell a friend, girl, I saw this man and such and such. I walked up to him. But it's 2016, you though, dude. I'm with you. I'm with you. It should be. It should, it should be easier. Yeah, it should be easier. You know what I'm saying? And the ratio of single women out in this world, uh, you telling me yeah. it's harder for them to come up to us. Yeah, they. it's harder for them, bro. Trust me. No, it's, yeah, it's, bro. It's harder, no. it's harder for them, I can't man. get that, bro. Because they ain't going to. They ain't gonna want to go back to their friends or whoever and tell them like, "Hey, look, you ain't gotta tell them, ladies. Just be honest with yourself. To, you know you the world. You know the world we living in. <laughs> Everything you say or do gonna get told to somebody. You see what I'm saying? I, but you don't have to tell your favorite, your ace spoon coon girlfriend. Yeah, girl, I went up to him, got his number, and I called him. No, you can make the man feel like he's in the lead. Normally, what happens most of the time. What you don't know is I agree with you. I'm just it's telling so, you. It's just I'm speaking realistically. I, I know. know. How, yeah, I know how it's gonna go. I I feel you. I wish it would. Put it like this, bro. I've been in a relationship the last 15 years, so I don't even know. I'm, I tell people all the time, I'm glad I'm not single right now because if I was single and I approached a woman, soon as she tell me she on Facebook and Twitter and all that, I'm finding somebody different because you're going to lose a lot of time to that woman to that. You see what I'm saying? True. And I can't stand trying to be in a relationship with you and grow. And every time I look at you, you holding your phone and you, 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 you swiping and Scrolling and selfing, man, that stuff drive me crazy. So I'm with you to be with you. I ain't trying to watch you present this little fake you, this little facade you portraying to the world. I, that's not why we together. So I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm married and me and my wife, we done found a way around dealing with it. She on social media. She don't do it to the point where it aggravate me though. So I'm Amen good. to that, bro. I'm good. So hey. Why you brought that up? Do you think girlfriends Kind of ruin relationships sometimes, like girlfriend girlfriend conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because uh, especially you, those single girlfriends oh, that yeah. talk. Oh, hey, I tell you this, bro. Just y'all can keep, see his face right now, y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this. It's birds of a feather flock together, Ooh. and a lot of people don't like this. You know, Ooh. a lot of people don't like this. You, you. Um, I, my boy Les Brown put it like this: You might want to be around somebody that's where you' trying to go before you wind up with somebody where you' trying to leave. You see what I'm saying? Like, like if you if, if you around a lot of negative talk, girl. If I was you, girl, and all them girls, all these females talking to you, they single. Then I mean. Uh, like my boy Ked Smith say He say uh, Your advice is only As good as your experience About uh -huh. the matter You see what I'm saying oh, yeah. So like If you sitting here single I need to really decide How much I want to listen To the advice Not saying single people Don't have good advice Because in every case You have to think balance But for the majority I would like to say yeah, uh, girlfriends, they can be they can be a thorn in the side because sometimes, and y'all women know this the truth, you don't want her to find Mr. Right before you. Man, I had a girl tell me she would never, ever introduce me to her friends. Ever. She I said, did. why? She's bitter about having a friend basically fantasized by her man. So, females, I'm just telling y'all, don't 
don't tell your friends but how good a man you got. Oh yeah. Cause whoo. Yep, you create that desire. Oh, <laughs> that desire. Yeah, yeah, man. That fine desire. That imagination can do a whole bunch. Man, they'll and throw a wrench in your whole relationship. Just, I'm just trying to tell you. Yep, and then, and then all you find out later is she was trying to free him up to get to him. Man, what? <laughs> it get real. Now, on another note. I'm with you. You in a public area, maybe a restaurant. Girl is from head to toe, black eye. Have on a, a, a makeup, all this. Yeah. Just fine. Got a tight dress on. But she come, you go up to her and she say, I don't want to be bothered. Move on. Is it attention seeking? Seeking. Do you feel like that? Uh it's one of them, yeah, kind of. Why women do y'all do that? But anyway. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be like, we just had the little discussion about the school teacher. Yeah. You know that school teacher. Oh, boy, did I. And I told my wife straight up, I say, I say, this was society need to realize. It's not that lady fault she built well. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, so... A lot of times we have to ask ourselves, is this woman, you know, is she dressing like this for attention from somebody else on the staff? Or is this just really what she comfortable wearing? You see, like that woman you speaking on, uh, you speaking about in the restaurant. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I'm a balanced man, so you got to work with oh, me. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, hey, she might be wearing that to draw attention. Then again, she might be wearing that because that's her style. You see what I'm saying? So I, I I don't really rush the judgment. You talking to somebody who done been, you know, I done been judged before. I done been lied on. So I'm, I'm going to always lean toward the benefit of the doubt before I just say she's sitting here looking all good, seeking attention. But then, you know, so it's, it's hard for me. I, I wouldn't know which one she after. So, you know, I'm 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 hard with that. Like, I don't know, bro. It'll be tricky. It'll be just based off the vibe I get. You see what I'm saying? If she's sitting there looking like, don't come say something to me, yeah. I probably'll pick up on that. That's just me though. You see what I'm saying? The next man might not pick up and he might walk up to her and get the reply you came with. You oh, feel yeah, me? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just all about, you know, it like I say, some nice looking women can be intimidating, but I'm going to try, I'm going to speak to you like this. I'm going to try to raise my daughter. If you don't want the attention, don't put yourself in a situation. situation. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's how I'm going to try to raise my daughter. You see what I'm saying? Because once people start, once you start, you got to leave something to the imagination. You know, you, you go out, you show your whole body. You know, a man can look at you and basically there's nothing else left to see. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know a real man that want a woman like that because once you get her, she's still going to dress that same way. Now you got to keep people off her. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So you get what you go after. Same Like people forget that you met this man in the club and now you mad he go out every weekend. You see what I'm It's like I don't be understanding certain things, man, but... It's, it's, it's one of them, you know, everybody got to stay in their own lane, like you said earlier, bro. <laughs> so, hey. Hey, but anywho, man, I appreciate you coming out, bro. No problem, and man. No problem. Giving your insight, bro. But yeah. Normally, I have a can you believe this shit type segment, but 
Only person I can think of Don King when he was on that mic saying, "Yes, Donald Trump is a nigga, this nigga that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say the N word. I would say nigga. I would, yeah, like, yeah. Pr- I'm with you. Do you do you see who you're around? Yeah, but man, look. do you have any white friends that say that you allow to say the N word? Nah, I don't play them type of games at all, bro. Cause in the barbershop, I say no racial slurs tolerated. That go both ways. You ain't about to call none of my white friends, no cracker, no trailer park trash. I'm gonna get just as mad at you for doing that. As I would if you was to use the N-word to me Like with me I don't have no pickers and choosers I'm gonna be one way You know what I'm saying And all I know is the right way I don't step out And I don't step out of bounds And be like oh uh, It ain't as bad to call him a cracker as No it's the same exact thing If you disrespect a person By calling them the N-word That's no different than calling a white person Something they don't wanna be called So Again, people, the difference maker, I stick with balance. You got to keep balancing your decisions and the way you live your life. And you won't have many problems. Trust me. I live it every day. So I I don't know, man. I just wish I could reach a lot of people and get some things corrected and fixed and worked on. You know, I I ain't going to stop. I I, I see big things happen for you. I ain't going to stop, bro. I'm not. A lady told me if you're not part of the solution, you part of the problem. So ever since that day, I've been trying to be part of the solution, bro. Oh yeah. So you got any uh, websites that they they can find you at or anything I, like that? Right now, I'm, I'm just on LinkedIn, bro. You know, I'm in a I'm getting my website built right as we speak. I'm working on that material for that. Okay. Uh, speaking with this guy, man, he gonna. I just spoke with him on yesterday about some ideas for some videos I'm gonna shoot for YouTube. I actually have a video on YouTube called I Can. It's about a minute and 50 seconds long. Uh-huh. Man, it's a powerful video. You can get on YouTube and type in Dwayne Dupar I Can. It's a it's a real quick motivational video. Basically, YouTube and LinkedIn, man, I don't mess with Facebook much. I know people say, man, you need to be on there. You do a lot of, you say a lot of positive stuff, but I, I got to get over the hump of, you know, being able to be reached by ignorant people like, maybe get with your wife and see if yeah, she can get yeah. you a, 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 yeah. a fan page yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you. I know man I know I need to do it like I say I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't need to but I'm trying to stay away from as much ignorance as possible bro and I don't blame yeah, you yeah I'm, there's I'm a sorry. lot of drama out there oh yeah man money sex and drugs run the world <laughs> <laughs> well this your boy Chico y'all know how to reach me y'all can Email me at ChicoDOR34 at gmail.com. Any question, any topic you want me to talk about, I'm in there. So get at your boy.